Hi, I'm Daniel Stoll, and I'd like to welcome you to the Come Follow With Me podcast. This podcast is a weekly discussion of the topics in the Come Follow Me curriculum, as we seek to study the scriptures and learn more about our Savior, Jesus Christ. I invite you to come follow with me as we seek to live in the way that he did. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Come Follow With Me. As always, I'm your host, Daniel Stoll, and this week we're going to be exploring Thou Art the Christ for the second week in a row. I think it's pretty cool that we get to um, explore this topic for two weeks, partially because the schedule's just weird with conference this week and Easter in two weeks, but uh, I'm glad that we get to keep exploring these things. Um... Because we already went over a lot of the more um, gospel topics and understanding the scriptures last week, I'm going to be going through a little more of the principles this week, but then I'll also be sharing a few more personal stories. So let's get right into it. Um, The very first section, which is kind of annotated in the Come Follow Me manual, is it's telling us that our testimonies of Jesus Christ come by revelation. So I just wanted to quickly go back and read the section that it's discussing. So it's Matthew sixteen thirteen through 17. When Jesus came into the coasts of Caesarea, Philippi, don't judge me on my pronunciation, I'm really not great at it. He asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say that thou art Don the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah's, or one of the prophets. He saith unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And the principle here is nothing in the world or of the world can help us to gain a testimony. We won't feel truth about anything worldly. We might just experience pleasure or temporary happiness, but nothing worldly will bring a feeling of truth and understanding the way that the spirit and the gospel will. Um, The topic is annotated and it says a testimony of Jesus Christ comes by revelation. And I know this is very true. Um, I guess I'll go back and share kind of where my testimony started just to get this point across, but also to hopefully help you guys realize maybe where your testimonies have started in your lives, because we can't rely as nice as it would be. We can't rely on other people's testimonies. We have to be continually um, uplifting and learning and engaging our own testimonies and seeking to gain a greater understanding and knowledge of the things that we want to know. 
So when I was in seventh grade, just a little kid, um, I had this one class. It was a computer class, and it was computers and typing or something like that. And I just remember there was a big workload for that class, at least compared to the other ones. There was a big workload. I had missed a couple days, and um, for me, one of those, like, I was always trying to be the perfect student. I wasn't, of course, but um, I was terrified of getting a detention. I got one detention my entire middle school years, and really the reason behind that was definitely up for debate against a biased teacher. But we're not going to work through my past. Today, today, we are going to get through this story. So I had a lot of work due. And if I didn't get it all done, I was in danger of a detention. And I was so afraid to get this detention. And so I stayed after school. Um, and I went to this teacher's classroom. And the teacher wasn't there, but um, we were just, if, if the teacher wasn't there yet, we were just supposed to immediately start working on our typing and stuff. Just get all these big assignments out of the way. So I went ahead and began typing and was typing and typing and just really fearful that the teacher was going to get there and tell me it was time to go home and I wasn't going to be done and I'd get a detention and so I just kept typing and then I kept looking at the clock and realizing it was getting pretty late I mean soon the time started passing it had been half an hour since school was out then it had been an hour since school was out Then it had been an hour and a half since school was out. Then it had been two hours since school had ended, and the teacher still wasn't there, but I was still typing, and I was almost done at this point. I was really excited. I was thinking, I'm not going to have to get a detention. And then finally, when I was on, I think, the second to last page of work, the teacher finally walked in, like, exhausted from the super long meeting they had just had. And she was just, like... She was tired, and she, like, looked at me, and she saw me. She's like, you're still here working on this? And I was just like, well, I didn't want to get the detention. And she was pretty amazed by that in itself, but she went on to explain that they just had a super long meeting, and she couldn't believe how long this meeting had been. Um, And as she took a couple minutes to grab her things and prepare to go home, I was able to finish all that schoolwork and not get the detention. And really what I got out of this story was I was walking home from school and I was so grateful because I was just, I was so glad that I'd gotten this all done. And then this thought popped into my head and it said, that was a miracle. Like that never would have happened just on a regular basis. It's too much of a coincidence. And so many miracles and testimony builders are like that. They're too much of a coincidence to truly just happen. And I don't understand how people can just say, well, that's an awesome coincidence or things like that when just so many great things happen in life. And then it just really confirmed to me as I'm just walking down past all these houses, I was just having this really spiritual moment of Heavenly Father knows me and loves me. And he's there for me. And even though... A detention is really not going to matter to me someday. It matters to me now. 
And in that moment, I just felt really strongly like the spirit testifying to me that like there is a heavenly father that loves you and knows you. And it wasn't that I hadn't believed in all these things and that I didn't have faith, but this was just the first time I'd ever felt like so strongly the spirit testify. And like, this is the start of my testimony. It's where heavenly father is real. He knows me. This isn't just some ploy by my parents and other people's parents to get us to act good. This is real. He loves me. Um, and the spirit just testifies that. So, um, as we seek to gain a testimony, we need to work towards having greater revelation. And, um, when we seek to improve our lives spiritually and physically and all the different ways, the testimonies we can have of truth and the direction that we seek come from the spirit and from revelation. So that's just what I really wanted to share with you guys with that was first off, just heavenly father is real and he loves us and coincidences really don't happen because he works everything so well. But not only that, just when you've had some kind of major coincidence or miracle, go back and think about the probability of that happening. And then just realize there's a heavenly father out there looking for you. And having that those thoughts and that confirmation will really help you to gain a testimony. You know, I just realized I want to share another story just because this is a really powerful principle for me and these things that um, have happened to me have just changed my life. So here's the next story about this is getting more into personal revelation and um, personal learning. But this was also one of my huge testimony building moments. Um, So a few years ago, I was out of middle school now, I was in high school. It was back when all the hurricanes were hitting the U.S., like Hurricane Harvey and Hurricane Irma. And several states around Texas were asked to come and help with the Hurricane Harvey cleanup. So my ward was asked to help with that. And I ended up going down two weekends in a row to help um, with this massive hurricane damage. And I mean, I don't know if you guys have been in a place where some kind of major natural disaster has happened. But it is so devastating. There were just neighborhoods after neighborhoods where the entire contents of these people's houses, including not just furniture and um, household items, but literally the walls and the carpet and just all these like things that are supposed to be stuck on the house. Everything was just thrown out on these piles by the street, and it just took months and months to clean all of it up. And um, the service experience was really cool, and I got to know a lot of people a whole lot better. But the second weekend that we went down, we had to get up at 3 in the morning. It was crazy early. I'm so tired, and so I'm just trying to fall asleep. But um, I'm just, I, wasn't una- I was unable to fall asleep, so... I thought, well, why not? I'll just read my scriptures and get that over with for the day. Um, Because I was just kind of at the point in life where, I mean, the gospel is important to me, but reading my scriptures was still kind of a daily battle, just something I did because you were supposed to, not because 
I really wanted to and I wanted to be learning. But this is where my testimony of the Book of Mormon and um, the scriptures really came from, is I was really struggling in life at, during this time, and um, this trip really ended up changing me, but a lot of the change came from just what I had, what I ended up reading that morning, was I opened up to where I had been reading for seminary, and I just kept reading, and then just this really, like, this scripture in Second Nephi, I was just reading it, and then it kind of hit me, and I was like, huh, this is like, not exactly what I needed to hear, but I kind of just realized, this can apply to me too, and maybe this is what I need to do. At this point in my life, I was going through just a ton of anger all the time, I was always fighting with people, and then it was the specific verse, I can't remember, but in Second Nephi, um, Nephi says, don't let thy brethren anger you, um, or just like, don't get angry in general, something along those lines. And I was just like, huh, maybe I should do that. And maybe I need to stop being so angry. And I mean, well, that seems like common knowledge now to me. Um, at the time, that was just kind of not a revolutionary thought, but something that I had never really associated with the gospel was my emotions and how I felt. But choosing not to get angry over things. And, um, I mean, I still have my bouts of anger. Everybody does, but choosing not to live life in extreme anger changed the way that I live and made me so much happier. And just because of how much that's changed my life and made me a better person and improved my relationships and improved my health and my happiness, it's just a huge testimony builder to me that this is revelation the the Bible and the Book of Mormon are true, um, and just these huge testimony builders, like these words were written by ancient prophets. And you know what? I don't even need to know or care specifically who these prophets were, or even if they necessarily were prophets. I just know that what these words are is true, and as long as I have that testimony. I don't necessarily have to have a perfect knowledge of all these other things because I have a knowledge that it's true and that's just the most important thing. So I think that's kind of what we need to think about when we're in our testimonies is don't get so caught up in the details. Just realize that I know this is true. I may not have a specific knowledge of Joseph Smith or the Book of Mormon, but I do have a knowledge of the principles that they've taught, and that's the key. Okay, now another major aspect of um, this episode and what we've been learning these two weeks is priesthood keys, or the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Um, so, Paul, or not Paul, sorry, <laughs> I don't know where that came from, Peter, James, and John um, Peter was promised the priesthood keys, and um, with Moses and Elias, um, Jesus bestowed upon them these keys um, on the Mount of Transfiguration. I cannot speak today, apparently. <laughs> um, so, 
but I really just wanted to get into what are the keys of the kingdom of heaven? Um, because that's the, that's one of the major annotated topics. And so the keys of the kingdom of heaven are, um, their power. They are, um, Jesus tells Peter that he will be able to bind things and make things happen on earth and in heaven. And it's power. It's just the priesthood power. Um, but so I find often both as whether we are, um, priesthood holders or whether we are, um, those who enjoy the blessings of the priesthood in their lives and in their homes, often we tend to um, find ourselves just kind of drifting a bit and we're not utilizing these priesthood power and these priesthood keys or we're not living worthy of them. But without these keys, nothing can happen. We can't use the priesthood, this incredible power that's almost like magic to us without having the keys to do so. Um, so I wanted to share a quick section of a conference talk. Um, April 2016, it's uh, Gary E. Stevenson shared this story. He said, um, Our family had enjoyed a fun-filled day on the ski slopes, which was now coming to a frosty close. Arriving at the car... I reached in my coat pocket for the keys, and then another pocket and another. Where are the keys? Everyone was anxiously awaiting the keys. The car battery was charged, and all the systems, including the heater, were ready to go. But without the keys, locked doors would deny entrance. Without the keys, the engine would not provide power to the vehicle. So, taking from this really good conference talk, which I would encourage you guys to all go and listen to, uh, without having the power and not just having the power, without having the keys and without having the ability to use the power, we have no access to the incredible wealth of power that our Heavenly Father wants to bless us with. So really the most important thing is to live our lives worthily of our priesthood keys or the priesthood keys um, held in our family so that we can enjoy their blessings because if we aren't living worthily of those or if we just don't have them, then there's a whole incredible power and blessing and understanding that we'll never get to feel, which is just so sad. And um, it says in the... Uh, I believe it's the guide to the scriptures. Um, it really explains the reason why Peter, James, and John were given the priesthood keys. It wasn't just so that they could perform miracles and um, go and use priesthood power, but it was so that they could ten con they could continue the ministry of Jesus Christ after his ascension. And it's just kind of going back to. What I was talking about earlier, when I was talking about how our Heavenly Father knows and loves us, just like He knew that I wouldn't want to get a detention in sixth grade, or that I needed to stop being so angry when I was in probably 
sophomore or freshman year of high school, he knows or he knew that the people in that time would need the gospel and the priesthood power. He never abandons us. We are never abandoned because he's always there with us, even when it seems like he isn't. Um, there's a song called My Kindness Shall Not Depart From Thee by Rob Gardner. And one of the lines says, For a little while I hid my face from thee, for a moment. Um, and it's really it's talking about God in first person, but it goes on to just describe how even if we don't feel his presence in a moment, or if we're sinning and we don't feel the light for a little bit, Heavenly Father's kindness will never leave us, and he never stops loving us, and he never stops trying to help us find the right. Um, we are never abandoned, and we are never not loved. So that's just something really important to always keep in mind. Even when we're feeling so alone, we are never abandoned. I just want to end off this episode with one of my favorite stories. I'm going to have to flip really quickly to Mark 9. Um, because that's, as I mentioned last week, that's the one that words this story best. But it's the father with the son who is inhabited by a devil. And uh, I just want to focus on specifically what he says. He says, Lord, I believe, help thou mine unbelief. And this is um, just a key aspect of blessings is our blessings that we want to receive require faith and desire to have them. We need to ask for them. And then we need to take action to receive them. That was stated many times, or at least things along those those lines were stated many times in conference the past couple days. And so what we need to keep in mind is if we want to receive great blessings, it requires the faith. It requires the desire to have them. It requires our willingness and humility enough to ask Heavenly Father for these things, and then it requires us to take action and not just sit around and wait for things, but to go out and uh, try them. Martin Luther King said, um, I might be butchering this quote, by the way, don't hold me to it, but he said something along the lines of, faith is taking the first step when you cannot see the end of the staircase. Again, I might have butchered that quote, but it's just really demonstrating the point here, which is to receive blessings, we can't always just trust that they'll immediately happen once we ask for them. We need to take action in our own lives and pathways will be blessed and pathways will be opened to us to receive those blessings if we're working hard for them and if it's what's right. We also need to be willing to accept when we might not need blessings or when a blessing might not be right for us because we need to learn a lesson or there's some other reason that it's going to bless somebody else if we don't receive this. There's always a reason and we might never see it even in once, um, 
we're at the end of our lives. We might not understand until we've passed away and gone into the next life. But there's always a reason if we aren't receiving the blessings. And whether that's personal transgression or if that's just a need for something else. But our Heavenly Father loves us and He wants to bless us. It's why we're encouraged to ask for things in our prayers. We shouldn't ask for too much, just the things that we truly want and need. But our Heavenly Father loves us and wants to bless us. So uh, just remember that this week. Um, I hope you guys all have a great week and enjoyed conference a whole lot. I know I did. Um, And this week, let's have our weekly action be to take action and to when we want something ask for blessings but then go work to open pathways towards them i know i'm preparing for college um i did not know what to do and i was afraid and i didn't feel prepared and i was praying but i didn't really feel like i received a direct answer but then as i just decided to go ahead and try and I took the steps to um, follow this path, doors were opened, and so many things worked out. And just our Heavenly Father loves us, and He wants to bless us so much. And life is just incredible when He's there with us. So let's remember that Jesus Christ is the Christ Our testimonies come through revelation and the Spirit. Um, We always need to be living worthy of our priesthood keys and the keys that those in our homes may hold. And the keys were left on the earth because Heavenly Father and Jesus love us and they will never abandon us. So, have a great week. Remember these things and you are not alone. I'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the Come Follow With Me podcast. I hope you've enjoyed listening and that my words have given you some spiritual nourishment. Come back next week for more um, learning about the scriptures and next week's Come Follow Me lesson. Please like, subscribe, and leave comments. I really appreciate any help and tips you can give me, and I just hope that I've helped you guys in your personal study. Thanks so much.